Welcome to the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast, a production of AnytimeGambling.com, your complete coverage of New England casinos and recreational gambling. So you got your Dunkin's coffee ready? Because our next Wicked episode is going to be starting right now. It has been called a nook, a bank, a belvedere, a dive, a gazebo, a gambling hall, a gambling club, a gambling joint, a gambling den, and a saloon. It's been called a kiosk, a pavilion, a summer house, clubhouse, honky-tonk, dice joint, the track, the races, betting house, betting parlor, and an arcade. You can find it in a public building or a room for entertainment, including gambling. It's typically open from the evening until morning, and many are open 24-7. And there are over 9,000 of them in the world. But how did the casino get its name? So let me take you back way back, way back in time, in ancient Rome. 6th century BC, to be exact, the so-called circus was created a public place where visitors were playing craps and making money bets and doing all sorts of interesting, somewhat inappropriate, and probably illegal things in in a large, open public area. It was called the circus. Of course, the Roman circus was mainly known as chariot races and horse races and gladiator combats. It's probably a good thing that we didn't get into the habit of calling what we now call casinos Circuses. That would make Mohegan Sun Resort and Circus. Or in Oklahoma, the Pawnee Nation would have their Teepee Circus. Probably a very small circus. And out in Las Vegas, there'd actually be a casino named Circus Circus Circus. And anyway, in the 1600s in Italy... That's when our search begins for the answer to the question, why is it called a casino? What I usually do is reference Roll the Bones by Dr. David Schwartz. He reports originally it was a gathering place, a clubhouse. But Cassini soon became a center for gossip and gambling. The term casino comes from the Italian word meaning small house. Gambling was organized in private houses for the wealthy class before opening the first legal casino. Along with gambling, the audience was often entertained with dancing and music. Meals and drinks were also served. So it seems that over 400 years ago, the seeds for the casino experience had already been sown. The bustling trade city of Venice produced the venue for the upper class's gambling. They were called Redotti. Venice, Italy is the foundation of the modern gambling hall, the casino. Maestro, if you'll add some music, please. Redotti were private places that hosted the aristocracy for eating and drinking, dancing and participating in their games of chance. The Venetian aristocracy began to transform the Cassini. You see, Redotti began to employ dealers and offer banked games. The house also began to take a piece of the action to profit from the hosting. Finally, the Great Council of Venice in 1638 
finally approved the San Moise Palace, known as the Redotto. Redotto is singular for Redotti. And to keep your perspective, it was 300 years later to the year that William Fisk Harra, founder of Harris Entertainment, or now Caesars Entertainment, opened his first casino, Plaza Tango, in Reno, Nevada. Now back to the Cassini in Venice. Quoting David Schwartz, it was the first legal state-sanctioned public gaming house in European history. It is believed that the Il Redotto Casino was designed to amuse people with gambling during the renowned Venetian Carnival, when Venetians would hold celebrations and parties from December 26th until the start of Lent. Then, and they'd wear these elaborate masks to conceal their identity. These parties were the only time when the lower and upper classes mingled together or gambled together. The existence of Il Redotto was beneficial to the state also because it had to pay high taxes on its activities. Hmm, that sounds a little similar to today's casinos, but I digress. Unfortunately, the negative attitude of the church towards this kind of amusement forced the government to make gambling illegal. Due to these laws, the first official casino in the world, Il Redotto, was closed. However, casinos began to spread widely outside of Italy, especially in France, where the first casino opened in Paris, made possible thanks to Cardinal Mazarin, who hoped to replenish the state treasury with the help of taxes from the gambling business. Hmm. Casinos were approved because the tax money was able to help the government. However, I digress again. You know, now might be a good time for News in One Minute. This News in One Minute is going to be a mishmash of New England casino headlines. In a New England Steakhouse poll, David Prime Foxwoods edged out Rare Steakhouse at Encore and Michael Jordan Steakhouse at Mohegan Sun. While Rhode Island's casinos are the only ones that have allowed smoking to return, casino workers testified in favor of a bill that would ban smoking at both Bally's Rhode Island casinos. In Maine, a group of lawmakers are trying to stop a sports betting compromise between Governor Janet Mills and the tribes by advancing a version that would cut casinos in on the mobile betting market. In Massachusetts, March was a good month for the state's three gambling centers. Together, they generated more than $102 million in gaming revenue, with Encore Boston Harbor having its best month since opening. And finally, in Connecticut, Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods are each building new VIP lounges inside their facilities for their guests. The Mohegan Sun VIP lounge will be taking space in the closed Sunrise Buffet. And that's your news in one minute. News in one minute. Now let's travel in time, all the way to the 19th century in America. You might think that America's first casinos started in Nevada or up and down the Mississippi. I've got news for you. Rhode Island had casinos before 1900. But these casinos were different from today's casinos or Cassini. One of Rhode Island's most architectural landmarks is in Newport, Rhode Island, and it is called the Newport Casino. Now, in the 19th century, a casino was a social and recreational facility, not precisely a place for gambling. However, New York millionaires established Newport, Rhode Island as a premier summer resort. Consequently, 
the Newport Casino quickly became Newport's social center. The building offered a wide variety of amenities, a restaurant, a ballroom, a theater, and tennis courts. Ultimately, the casino would play an essential role in American tennis history. In 1987, Newport Casino became a national historic landmark. So we've answered the question why it is called a casino. Nowadays, you can go to the casino without a clubhouse or any physical structure whatsoever. All it takes is to open up your laptop. I guess online casinos are the virtual ridotti of today. The virtual casini. But of course, you're on your own for food and drinks. You can find AnytimeGambling.com on Twitter at AnytimeGambling, on Facebook at the New England Casino Facebook group, or follow me, Robin Aubin. As we say at Anytime Gambling, embrace the math, not the myth. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.